What's good, guys? Welcome to episode 51 of the Hamilton Train podcast. I am your host once again, Jared Hamilton. If you are new here, let me be the first one to welcome you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the episode. I really appreciate it. Today, we're talking about what I wish I had known way back when I started, like this whole fitness, lifting weights, dieting, losing weight adventure, okay? Because here's the thing. No matter where you are in this whole thing, you can still learn. There's stuff that I'm still learning, and I like I study this shit all the time. I find the top experts in the world, and I study from them, and I'm still learning stuff. Like I'm talking about big boy stuff that like makes me question everything I've known in the past, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years, and whatnot. So I want to talk about the 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 quick list, not really that quick, but the the list of stuff that I wish I had known. When I started, that would have made this a lot easier, a lot more simple. I mean, every, everything's like that. You know, you start out not knowing a whole lot and then, you know, five, 10 years down the road, you're like, oh wow, I was an idiot when I started. I had no idea what I was doing or whatever the case is. So I want to talk about what I wish I had known way back when I'd started. That way you might be able to learn from some of my mistakes. Okay. Because they say the best thing you can do is learn from your own mistakes. I'm not disagreeing with that at all, but my favorite thing is learning from someone else's mistakes so you don't have to make them, okay? So, first off, it's not as hard as everyone makes it out to be. All right, let's talk about, because we're talking about losing weight and, you know, looking good naked, that kind of stuff. But I don't want you to misinterpret and misunderstand what I just said. When I, It's not as, I wish I had known, it's not as hard as everyone makes it out to be. I'm not saying it's easy. But I'm not saying it's to the extent that everyone says it, it has to be. For years, I couldn't, you know, when I, growing up, I was always the fat kid. I couldn't, I, I just had a hard time with losing weight and, you know, toning, or, you know, toning up and defining my muscles and all, or whatever you want to call it, but, um, and things like that. But it, it's like, all I either had, I felt like I either had to deprive myself. I felt like I either had to eat no carbs or all, all the stuff that you guys go through every day. I, I didn't understand. It was literally as simple as taking less calories and what your body burns. Now, obviously you, there's a little more to that. Like that's the first rule, but then you want to make the majority of your food, you know, not junk every day, the better quality, that kind of stuff. But, um, you guys know that stuff, but I'm saying is I wish I'd known it wasn't as hard as everyone, everyone makes it out to be. It's more, the hardest part is time and consistency, you know, especially through periods of when I used to struggle with all of this, or when I talk to someone who's struggling with it, it's one of those things where it's it's not that doing it's hard. It's doing it and then putting some time and patience with it is what's hard. You know, it's I can't tell you how many DMs and questions I get from, you know, strangers, clients, tribe members, whatever. And they're like, hey, Jared, I can't figure out why I'm not losing weight. It's not working. I say, how long have you been doing it? They say two weeks. I'm like, bro, you can't get fat in two weeks. So it, the hardest part is honestly the time and consistency is just waiting it out and believing it's going to work. Okay. That's what's the hardest part. It's not as a big of a deal as everyone makes it out to be. Okay. Next thing I wish I had known. Build fitness around your life and not the other way around. Build your fit build your, build fitness and losing weight or whatever the goal you have around your life. Not build your life around fitness and weight loss. That this is one of the biggest reasons I see so many people fail is because our, all of our lives are crazy. Every aspect of it, 
your life is never going to be simple. It's never going to be easy. It's never going to be the right time. There's always going to be something going on. There's always going to be a vacation. There's always going to be a funeral. There's always going to be school. There's always going to be kids. There's always going to be practice. There's always going to be everything. There's always going to be something going on, going on. And on paper, it sounds cool. Like, okay, let's work out three to four times a week for an hour and 15 minutes every day. And let's have four to six small meals a day. And let's have the all organic. Let's Tupperware everything. Let's do all this stuff. That sounds cool on paper, but son of a bitch, that does not work in real life. All of it. It doesn't, it's not that cut and dry, right? Where most people go wrong is they, they try to take their crazy ass life and kids and school and work and commitments and all this other stuff, change that to fit this cookie cutter box of fitness that they see on the internet and on TV. And it doesn't work. That's literally like trying to shove a square peg into a round hole. It just does not work. But here's the thing. There are so many facets to fitness and weight loss that you can plug it in easy all around your life. Let's say you, let's say um, your mornings are crazy and you get up, get the kids out the door and you go to work. Obviously having a big ass, you know, huge breakfast isn't the easiest thing for you, right? Okay. So don't have breakfast there. Have a protein shake on the way to work. Boom. Done. Um, Let's say you can't do these hour, two hour long workouts. Okay. But you can squeeze 15 minutes in three times a week. Boom. Done. You'll never look the same again. Let's say, um, I don't know. Let's say, you know, every weekend you have your kids games and y'all go out to ice cream afterwards every single time and you take the kids. Cool. Eat ice cream in your numbers and not like an asshole and you'll lose weight still. Like it's stuff like that, guys. It's, you don't have to be that person at a, at a, at the, at the, uh, an ice cream shop or going out to eat with friends where you, you know, bring your cooler and Tupperware and you can't do anything because you're afraid of going over your numbers or you're, you're always afraid of falling off the wagon. You can't go out with friends like, okay, cool. You're going to be on your deathbed at 80 and you'll be shredded, but you're not going to have any memories. People act like it has to be one or the other. You can have a life and look good naked at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Okay. Understand that, that, that big premise though, and this, this is one of the biggest things I wish I would have known is build fitness around your life, not your life around fitness. Fitness and weight loss should of course be, and health should be a part of your life, but it shouldn't be your every fucking waking second, right? I I remember growing up, like when I started getting into this, I worked out, the gym I worked down at was a lot of bodybuilder style guys. And I'll get into this one of my other points, but Literally, I carry Tupperware everywhere I go. I like would be really weird going out to eat, and I like I hated it. It was terrible because I thought that's what I had to do. But it's it's not like that, you know. I felt terrible for eating a donut. It's it's it doesn't have to be like that. Build fitness around your life, not your life around fitness. Okay. Next, consistency beats intensity. I really wish I had known this when I started guys. Think of it. Think of it this way. I'm talking to you just as, or, you know, just as much as I'm talking to me right now. Like I'm, I'm literally picturing the 15 year old Jared across the, across the table from me telling him all this stuff. Okay. So if it sounds like it's resonating with you, I'm literally just talking to myself from what the 15 year old Jared should have been or the, you know, whoever, like if you're 28 and you're getting new to this, these same rules still apply. Okay. But I want to talk about this one really in particular. Consistency beats intensity. It, it's not about what you do right now. I, I, th- I thought I had to hit the gym eight days a week, cardio once or twice a day. Um, I had, you know, 18 different supplements. 
Um, I was, you know, carb cycling, but then doing keto, but then like do eating like all natural, but then like, uh, bodybuilding splits, but I then wanted to, to lift heavier like and bigger movements like squat bench deadlift, like all this other, all, all this stuff. And so I would go really, really hard at once, but then I would, I couldn't sustain it or I would, um, you know, I would deprive myself in my diet for keep it really strict chicken, rice and broccoli every meal. Monday through Friday, then Saturday, Sunday, binge like crazy. That's not consistent. Consistency beats intensity. You know, it's easy to feel like it's easy to feel like, you know, either you work out for two hours or nothing at all. No, 15 minutes is still better than nothing. Or let's say instead of taking, um, let's say, uh, oh, like one thing I used to do all the time is if I, I had the philosophy, if my insulin is spiked, I might as well just eat as much as I want. So like if I like had a potato chip I'd be like, ah, well, you know, insulin's already spiked. Fuck it. And I'd have the whole bag. Like, it's not about intensity. It's about consensus. It's about consistency. It's not what you do once or for one week or one month. It's about what you can do for the next eight to 12 months. So stop worrying about how hard you're going out there. The beast mode, team, no sleep, team, no rest, team, two hour long workouts. If you're not sore as shit, sweating, sweaty as hell and crawling out of the gym, you wasted your time. no. It's what's, what are you going to do consistently? It's not about the intensity. It is 100% consistency. You know, honestly, right now I'm having the best workouts I've had in a long time. And I dialed everything down. I dialed my volume down. I dialed my days per week down. I dialed my, um, length of my workouts down, you know, two years ago, you wouldn't catch me doing anything less than an hour and a half, two hour long workout. Now all my workouts are like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And I have more off days and I dial my volume down like right now and the best workouts ever because it's not about intensity. It's about consistency. All right. Next, I really wish I'd known the good food, bad food mentality um, or the truth about it. Here's the thing. Are there more nutritious foods? Yes. Are there less nutritious foods? Yes. But are there blatantly bad foods and blatantly and blatantly good foods? No, fuck no. Calories are calories. Of course, you don't want to eat your entire daily's worth of non-nutritious, processed, fried bullshit. No, but is it all right to have a damn donut and make it work in your numbers? Of course. But instead of labeling foods good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, fat-burning, fat-storing, heaven-bound, hell-bound, it's it's really more like a a, a dial, like a a nutritional dial. You know, you've got foods like broccoli. Yeah, that's really nutritious. But then you've got foods like, you know fried batter. Okay. That's pretty less nutritious, but will a hundred calories of eating a piece of fried batter kill you. Fuck no. Well, if, 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 does that make you like, is it okay? Like if you wind up at like a carnival and you get an, what, you know, uh, around here, they call them funnel cakes. It's like a, basically like fried pancake batter with a bunch of sweet shit all over it. But is having a hand, a little bit of that bad? No, Guys, it's one of those things. It's about what you what you do consistently. Back to that consistency over intensity thing. And here's the thing. Even with good, the good food, bad food things of double-edged sword because it's one of those things where let me, let, let's talk about all organic, natural, good foods. Let's go take it to the extreme. Let's say vegan good foods. No process, no animals, no, um, no this, no that, no sugar, no anything. You realize in an all organic vegan diet, if you take in more calories than what your body burns, you'll store fat. If all you eat every day is peanut butter, avocado, and rice, 
you will store it. If you do that in a calorie surplus, you will store fat off all that healthy organic food because it's still calories or calories. But obviously you shouldn't have your entire day's worth in quote unquote bad food in the more processed, more, you know, junk, whatever you, the, the junky food that we, we all know and love like brownies and candy and cake and all that stuff. But there is balance. All right. That's why I preach the 80, 20 rule all the time. The majority of your food, 80 plus, you know, 80, 90% should, could, should come from better quality, more natural, um, less processed whole foods that have a lot of nutrients in them. But that doesn't mean calories to be thrown out the window. All right. Everyone's all like, well, no, I, I eat all natural. Like, okay. But they don't, they don't have a calorie label on that because it's useless. It's the only way we have to measure the energy in food, right? So that's the other thing I wish I would have known when I started is that there is no good food, bad food. No one ever got fat from eating a donut. Never, no one ever got shredded from eating a salad. It doesn't work like that. There's way more to it than just the types of food. And for the people down there that who are going to argue and be like, nope, you, it's not, it's just the type of food you eat. My one argument is I say, okay, then how does someone gain weight off of healthy food? They simply have to eat more of it, more calories. All right. Next doesn't have to be rigid. Guys, I, when I started, I thought I had to be on like a rigid plan where I like ate, um, you know, exa- uh, just a, re- a rigid meal plan where I'm like, okay, meal one, oatmeal and eggs. Meal two, chicken, rice, broccoli. Meal three, steak and asparagus. Meal four, uh, protein shake and apple. Meal five, um, you know, rice, sweet potato and fish or whatever. Like it's one of those things. I, I wish I knew I didn't have to be, it'd be on rigid. It's everything in life operates off principles. Okay. Being successful like this in this area, like this, it, it's all a principles game. It's not a rigid thing. You know, even the greatest minds out there talk about this. Like it's everything runs off principles. It's, it's the same reason why we all can drive successfully on the road with different cars. You know, I like my little fuel efficient Chevy Cruze, but I know people who like to drive big trucks, but I know people who like to drive mopeds and motorcycles. I know people who like to drive minivans. Okay. To each his own on whatever his vehicle is. But the only way we got, we all can get on the road and drive successfully is because of principles. Stop on red. Green means go. If a cop pulls up behind you with the, the woo woo on pull over, like, you know, it's, we all operate by the same rules and principles, not a rigid only plan. Does that make sense? So that's, it kind of goes back. All these kind of feed into each other. That's it goes back into that whole, you know, building fitness around you and your life, not the other way around. Other thing I wish I would have known on next on the list is recovery is everything. Everyone's all about like more workouts, more volume, more training hours, more workout days, more exercises, um, more this, more that. Well, too much of anything's bad. You know, it's, you don't, you see, you hear people typing up talking about, you know, train more days a week, train more body parts at once, train more sets, more reps. You don't hear anybody talking about get more sleep, get better sleep, get better digestion, get less stressed, get more happy, happier. There we go. Whatever. Okay. Recovery is everything. Understand this. If you are not recovering, I don't care what your goal is. Fat loss, gaining muscle, getting fast, getting strong, looking sexy as fuck. It doesn't matter. You're not going to do anything if you're not recovering. Okay. That's why you got to be capitalizing on sleep, digestion, your stress levels, your hydration levels. Your pro- I know people who work out too hard and I have to dial them back. I'm like, nope. The fact that you're that sore is a bad thing. Everyone wants to be sore, but there's actually some, you know, 
information out there that shows, you know, very much muscle soreness means you kind of overdid it or are under recovering. So I want you to stop. I want you to, I want you to just focus more on recovery and less on the other stuff. Yes, you got to do the other stuff. You got to eat right, eat in a calorie deficit to lose weight. You got to train, train hard. But if you're not recovering, none of that is going to do you shit. Okay. Next, this is kind of a different one. I wish I would have known this when I started. Happiness and adherence are two of the most important aspects when designing a program. When as a coach, it's kind of interesting, you know, growing up in the way I did with all this fitness and nutrition stuff and knowing nothing being that kid that tried everything that lived in the gym and all this stuff. And now I'm in the coaching position where I'm teaching people how not to do what I did. And two things that no one talks about that I make sure I, I do my best to program into every one of my client programs is happiness and adherence. Here's the thing. Ultimately, if your program, if you can't be happy and continue to do your program, you are a ticking time bomb of quitting waiting to happen. It's like everyone I know right now, all everyone I know in the gym right now is on keto and they all hate it. Well, they're all going to quit. Uh, everyone I know who um, do extreme protocols and can't keep up with a program eventually quit. Here's the thing. You shouldn't have to quit. Of course, there are going to be periods where you like, you know, you come out of your diet, you go on vacation or you, you know, go on different training, training focuses. But the thing is, overall, you have to be happy with your program. You have to... Um, it has to make you happy where you don't dread it the whole time. You hate, you don't hate doing it where it makes you happy. Right. And then you have to be able to adhere to it. If you can't adhere to the next 20 years, you probably shouldn't be doing it. If you're maxing out every day, you can't do that for the next 20 years. Don't do that. Go in sequences of where, you know, say you max out once a month or you, at least if you're maxing out more frequently, go in deload periods where you come out of maxing out or you drop your volume or whatever the case is. Or if you're in these massive calorie deficits, well, you're not going to be able to maintain that. But usually the argument right about now comes out and they, someone says, well, I just want to do it to get motivated and then I'll go back to normal. Well, what happens when you go back to normal and you get fat because you did such an extreme protocol? See what I mean? So happiness and, and adherence are so overlooked and you have to have those in order. Next, it's going to take longer than you think. I had, I had a question, uh, someone sh shot me an Instagram DM, uh, I think yesterday, or the day before, and they say, Hey, how long roughly should I wait to see, res or does it take to see results? And my answer was longer than you're thinking right now. Most people are like, okay, eight to 10 weeks. If, if, if they're even thinking that long, I'm like, Nope, multiply. I like, I, I love my buddy, Chad. A lot of you guys follow my buddy, Chad Hargrove. He's a, a badass trainer out of uh, Canada and his philosophy is multiply it times five, multiply your goal times five. Like in terms of the time, if you want to, if your goal is to lose, you know, let's say 10 pounds and I don't know, let's say, uh, two months, multiply that times five. If you, if you want to lose a hundred pounds in a year, multiply that times five, everything, multiply your end date times five. Here's the thing, guys, there's no deadline. If you're waiting three weeks from summer to get shredded, it's too late. If you're trying to get, you know, it's, if it's like a month from your wedding and you're trying to fit into a dress, it's probably too late. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things is there's, yeah, there's times you want deadlines, but most people have the wrong thinking when it comes to their deadlines. They want, they wait till like three weeks out and then they're like, Oh fuck. You know, even at like bodybuilders, like I know I'm about to talk on here about how we're not bodybuilders, but, um, even a bodybuilders prep, you know, I know a lot of bodybuilders, they still prep like crazy far out. Like you'll get, I'll see, I'll see a bodybuilder that will have that, that will be sitting at like 
eight to 10% body fat and put their show at like 30 weeks out because it still takes time. So however long you're thinking about for it to take results, for it to take time or for you to get your results, I'm telling you right now, it's not long enough. You know, that's one thing I wish I, I would have known when I was doing this, when I started that, um, it's going to take longer than I think if I'm thinking, Oh, okay, let's take about a month, two months, three months, four months. No, it's probably going to take like eight or nine. Okay. Next thing I wish I would have known. Like I was just getting ready to talk about just looking good. Naked is not being a bodybuilder. Okay. I, this is one thing that astounds me. A lot of the bullshit you guys go through is because you think you have to do what bodybuilders do. Okay. Like everyone I know, Every client, almost every client that I talk to that wants to just look good naked, wants to tone up, look good, look good, feel good, lose some weight, gain some muscle, get stronger. They instantly think they've got to do what bodybuilders do. And I fell through the same thing. I wanted to look good. I wanted to have some nice muscle definition. I wanted to have some size to me and I wanted to lose some body fat. Well, so I did what bodybuilders did and all you guys are wanting to do what bodybuilders do. Y'all think you have to Tupperware your life up and you know, follow four to six times a day, rigid meal plans, fasted cardio, carb to fat ratios, um, crazy amounts of supplements, all this stuff bodybuilders do. Understand, you don't have to do any of that bullshit. Yes, you have to apply by principles, but don't, but a lot of you guys that come to me and shoot me messages and ask for help and asking, oh, should I do this? What about this? What about this? You guys are literally acting like you're a bodybuilder in the last week of their contest. Trying to get down to like 2% body fat, which is not healthy. Bodybuilding is not healthy. Okay. So stop acting like a bodybuilder. You're not a bodybuilder. But honestly, most bodybuilders I know don't even do the shit that you guys are talking about. A whole herd of bodybuilders I know don't touch fasted cardio. They don't go in raging deficits. They don't, um, you know, try to do all this crazy shit that you guys are trying to do. So stop doing that. I wish I would have known that so much of my stuff got messed up when I growing up with all this, because I thought I had to do what bodybuilders did because I worked out with a bunch of wannabe bodybuilders. Um, next thing I wish I would have known. I'm, I'm, t- I'm wrapping up here, guys. No one gives a fuck about you. Okay. I don't mean that to sound bad, but nobody gives a fuck about what you're doing. You know, there's times this will still rear its ugly head with me right now. Like I've, I'm, I've always just been a little bit vulnerable. I've always um, had issues with what people thought of me. I've always been worried about, you know, if someone thinks I'm stupid, if someone thinks what I'm doing is right, if someone thinks this, someone thinks that, well, here's the thing I can tell you right now. No one gives a fuck about you in the same way that you're in the gym and you're focused on yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror, making sure you're doing is right, doing your workouts. You're not paying attention to what creepy Billy in the back with his hip thrusters are doing, or you're not paying attention to that dude over there on the bench press and what he's doing. You're not paying attention to the really overweight lady on the treadmill running or any of that stuff. Why? Because you're the star of your own little universe. You're not paying attention to them. You don't give a fuck about them. You don't even know their damn name. It's the same way. It's the other way around for every single person. The lady on the treadmill running. She does, she's scared about herself. She's All she's worried about is herself. So she doesn't even care about you. The weird dude in the back doing hip thrusters is is walking worrying about his hip thrusters. He's not looking at you. You know, No one gives a fuck about what you're doing because everybody's caught up in their own bullshit. Okay? No one gives a fuck about you. And honestly, here's, I have a, another thing to think about that is, uh, if you're so concerned about what other people think, I would wonder if you're viewing, if you're doing to others, what you don't want them to do to you. Most people who I find who really have uh, issues with what people think about them, they're sitting talking shit about everybody else in the gym. Like, Oh, did you see what Billy did over here? Well, look at Bob was doing that weird cable thing. Look at this dumbass over here. Don't know how to squat. Like 
okay, we get what we what we put out. If you're doing that shit, okay, then expect people will do it to you. But if you're minding your own business, nobody gives a fuck about you. Also, who gives a shit if they are looking at you or talking bad about you because they don't know you, they don't know your goals, they don't know what's going on, they don't know anything. You know, so I wish I would have known that from the get-go because there's a lot of stuff that I would have done that I didn't do because I was worried what other people were going to think or say. So stop worrying about that. Next thing, don't be afraid to ask for help. I wish I would have known this when I was younger. I, I actually, I start, I, I, it took me a while to do this, but then I started coming out of my shell and asking other fitter people for help. Understand you don't know it all. Okay. Even like in my position, I'm the fitness guy. I'm a coach. I like work with people all over the world and I still don't know it all. And I still reach out to my mentors and my, my people um, that I work with, that I, I get help from and I ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask, ask for help at all from, from people who have the answers, who have the solution, not just answers, but who have the, the results that you want. Okay. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Next thing, almost done guys. I wish I would have known this. This is huge. The body is simply an instrument of the mind. I know this sounds philosophical and stupid, but I'm telling you, your body is only an instrument of the mind. As in, um, as in it's, it's, let me give you an analogy, paint you a little picture. Your car is only, um, an instrument of you, the driver. So you could have your car going 60 miles an hour on cruise control, going straight, but then you, the driver can slam on the brakes and make a hard left and your car will follow suit. Right. It's the exact same thing with this. If you are mentally, I'm not motivated. I'm unhappy. I'm fat. I hate the way I look. Your body's just going to follow suit with the bullshit in your head. So change that first. Then your body will have an easier time following suit. Okay. I wish I would have known that back when I started. Last thing. Don't do so much at once. This is one that we all struggle with. And I did really bad when I started. Don't do so much at once, man. I can't tell you at one time I was, let me see. I was training like six or seven days a week, sometimes twice a day with cardio, um, hit cardio, steady state cardio. I was doing bodybuilding splits. I was, uh, trying to lift heavy too. And like max out, I was taking protein, creatine, glutamine, carnitine, multivitamin, fish oil, CLA, D3, uh, mineral supplements, uh, carb supplements, uh, eating four to six times a day, perfect food, cheat days, which are wrong. Uh, um, what else did I do? Um, uh, I was taking a bunch of other bullshit. Like, like that's the, like I was, I was doing so much stuff at once. It was, it was, it was ignorant. Stop doing so much at once guys. Pick one to two things and change it. Rock the change until it stops changing becomes a habit. So what's that mean? Let's say uh, your two things, strength train and have protein in every meal. Now rock that for the next six weeks until it's a habit. Because then, because here's the thing. If you can't master two things, what makes you think you're going to master 20? Let me say that again. If you don't, if you can't master changing two things, what makes you think you can master adding 20? It's the same thing. I, I'll have somebody that I'll have like a coaching client that won't, or I'm helping with their nutrition and I'll say, okay, I want you, the only food stuff I want you to focus on is, um, is eating these calories and have this much protein every day. Boom. And they're like, no, I want you to make me a plan like a meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four, which I'm against that. And I very, I won't do it anymore. Um, but I, I say this, I'm like, let me ask you something. If you can't follow a 
flexible plan where you only have to eat in these calories and eat this much protein every day, what on earth makes you think you can follow a rigid plan where you have to eat everything as precise? It's, it's, you can't walk till you can run or I'm sorry, you can't run till you can walk. You can't walk until you can crawl that kind of mentality. So pick one guys, we can only fix one to two habits or paradigms at once. Pick one or two, rock it for six weeks ish or whatever until it becomes consistent in a habit. You'll have some results. And then now it's not that big of a deal. Then change one or two more. Then change one or two more. Then change one or two more. Stop adding like 18 things at once. Okay. So, all right, guys, I know that was a longer one. We're at like 28 minutes. So thank you so much for hopping on and listening. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Your guys' support means a ton to me. If there's ever anything I can do, I'm always here for questions or DMs or, you know, anything. So, um, every, that's the thing guys, I've got everything for you from free resources to super, super high end coaching programs, whatever you need. If you just need someone to talk to, you just need someone to have, Hey man, what's the deal with this? Or what's the deal with that? Or you just have a question. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So if you ever need anything, shoot me an email, Jared at hamiltontrained.com or just hit me up on Instagram. That's where I'm at most of the days right now at real Jared Hamilton. Otherwise I'll talk to you guys later.